So fun little fact that I want to share with our listeners is that Allie and I both moved with our boyfriends to LA this year. So that's something, go us. (laughs) To the sunshine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. How are you liking it so far? I love it a lot. I like, I feel like when I left, I was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's leave. Like I'm done with New York. And then it like really took maybe six months. And lately I've been really, really missing it. Mm. Um, I'm like, yeah, it's just, I think it's taking a little bit longer to feel like home, but it is like super in alignment with me. And, and I mean, it actually took us like six months to get a car, which is like funny. Cause you know, like New Yorkers just like to walk around everywhere. We, we picked like a neighborhood, um, that's pretty walkable, like Los Feliz, which is like near Silver Lake, but yeah. So a while we didn't have a car, but we finally got one and it's, we're like, I think it's taking a while, but we're easing into kind of living here. Um, yeah. It's definitely a, a driving city. I, but so we kind of just stay on the West side. Cause that's something I realized is like the traffic is not a joke and people, I thought people over-exaggerated. I came to visit before to LA and I was like, there wasn't traffic when I visited. Um, this is such a side tangent, but I was like, no, that's not a thing. It was like totally fine when I went. And now I live here and I'm like, I get it. Like, I don't go anywhere other than my neighborhood. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, same here. Same here. It's funny. I like, uh, there was a part of me that wanted to be on the West side. Like, I love the East. I love where I am. It's like very artsy and cute and cafes, but like, I would love to be by the ocean. Yeah. We, we do go to the beach like quite often, but I don't know. I want to do some more West side exploring. So. Yeah. I love it. And Bailey, when you come to visit, I want to take you too close to where Allie is. Silver Lake is like your dream. You would love it. <laughs> yes, please. I'm so excited. I have to like, look at flights soon. <laughs> please. Oh. My brother just came to visit and it was just fun doing different things with him. And he even said, he, cause the first time I came to LA was with him as well. And so visiting, he was just like, this was so different than the last time. Cause when we first came, we were trying to hit all these different spots and going all over LA. But this time, like I said, we just like kind of stayed here and went to the beach and, um, the Getty center, which isn't too far and did little things here. And it was, it's a good contrast. I like it. Yeah. When people visit, I'm just like, I like to show them kind of how I live here, you know, just cause I'm, I don't know. I don't, I haven't been to any of the big like landmarky things, but I don't know. Maybe I should. Maybe I should just go to Hollywood. <laughs> I'll just take a picture at the Hollywood sign. Be like, no. <laughs> yeah, it's literally just that, and then leave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fun to be a tourist in your own city, though. Like it does, like add some like newness to it and like a refresh factor almost. And you're like, oh, I am still a tourist. Like that's the cool thing about cities. Like you can never see everything, you know. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, and then Allie, I can't remember, did we, you like reached out to us. I was really excited when you reached out to us because graphic design one, you design for wellness brands, correct? Yes, I do. <laughs> Yay. And how'd you get started in that? I, I feel like, so, so well, question that's been, we were actually asked on a podcast we were in with Charlene working within, she asked how we got started in the wellness space. And I find that a really interesting question. And I kind of would like to ask you, because do you design only for wellness brands? And like, how did you get started in this space? Now I do. Yeah. Oh, so the questions kind of blend in together. And it's interesting. I feel like people have very similar answers to how they got into wellness based on like, I think a lot of it was like a kind of like a self journey, you know, but with me, it's actually a cool story. And like in, um, they kind of, the, the design and the wellness kind of do go together in that like 
growing up, I grew up in a very spiritual household. My mom's actually a psychic medium. Um, and like, we were on Dr. Oz together. She's like, she kind of is like, does like what like Long Island medium does. Like she talks to people that have passed on. Um, so growing up, like it was always, yeah, she's really cool. Um, um, we're like best friends, but um, we like growing up. Yeah. I was like, there was crystals all over the house. Like my girlfriends would come over, like my mom would tell like, you know, things that have happened, but Tessa were like fun ghost stories. Um, so that was always like very like natural to me. Um, and as I like, you know, as I was in high school and all the things I was kind of exploring different things and th I thought psych was cool, but I loved art and kind of just ended up like studying graphic design in college. And it took me a while to really love it, but it took me like kind of till the end till when I realized like I can kind of do my own style. Like, cause I feel like in school, like they teach you things a very certain way. Like where I studied, it was like very kind of Swiss design, like very like mathy and like clean looking. And um, yeah, I kind of realized I could kind of do my own thing. Um, so I moved, I wanted, I've always wanted to be on the West coast, but we like visited New York and it was, and I was like, I have to be in New York first. Like I have a lot of learning to do with my like career. And so I went to New York and I wanted like the cool, like agency design firm job. And like, it was really hard. <laughs> I did. I worked in like some corporate places doing design. Um, but yeah. And I had always like, been my spiritual practice has always been really important and I like kind of amped it up as I got older and especially living in New York like it was you know it's it's like I'm a really like highly sensitive person like um and just it's New York is like a highly sensitive person's best dream right now I'm just kidding <laughs> it was like you know just it being really hard like it was always really important for me to kind of have that practice and you know just for fun I was always like going to like different events and like you know just all the things was just all very natural to me um and um yeah so I was like doing the corporate thing and I like always loved like doing my own thing on the side do you guys know Lacey Phillips work yeah okay yeah okay so um around like a time when I my anxiety kind of got really bad in New York um and I had like really debilitating insomnia like it was super hard um I was like into Lacey's work and she has these things like called pings where you kind of just like let downloads come to you. And um, I was like at a cafe once just like kind of journaling and sketching. And it was just like a ping, quote unquote, like came to me like that. I can kind of combine my love of wellness and spirituality with design. And like it kind of went really natural from there. And so I've been like, yeah, just creating like brands for like a lot of herbal brands and like a few coaches and like Reiki and just all that type of thing, just because I love that stuff. So it's just so natural to me. <laughs> totally. That makes complete sense. And I think that's kind of similar to how like Nat and I got into the space. It's like when you have a love for these things, it's just like you naturally gravitate towards them. Um, before we go deeper into that too, I have to know, like, do you feel like you have psychic tendencies too, because of your mom? Like, does it run in the family? <laughs> yeah. So like a little bit, um, not like she specifically communicates with like people that have passed on. I don't do that. I've had like dreams, but I get like energies with people like kind of here on earth. Um, and like certain things, like just like when a woman is pregnant, I'm like, oh, I can sense like if it's like a boy energy or like a girl energy right away. And just like, yeah, like if I'm hanging out with a group of people, I'm like, oh, is, are you like an Aries or are you this? And like a lot of times people are like, oh my God, I just, so I can, I think I'm more tuned into people's energies, but I'm not like nowhere near my mom. She like, it's wild. She can like get names of 
people and like very clear messages. It's really cool. Um, no, so not her, but like a little bit. <laughs> I'm pretty intuitive. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard our astrology signs, but one, have you? And then can you guess ours? Oh my gosh, I haven't. Oh my gosh, this is on the spot. <laughs> um, I feel like Bailey's more grounded, Natalie. Um, um, oh my gosh, I feel like just based on personality, this is probably, I'm probably too nervous to intuitively tap it's okay. that Bailey is an earth sign. And Natalie, I feel like you... <laughs> I feel like you could be like a Sagittarius or like, I don't know, like a Leo or something, but that's, that's just so funny. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I could probably, I'm probably so wrong. I feel like I have to be very like <laughs> comfortable. To do no, it. I know. I totally put you on the spot, but I'm laughing because no, fun. <laughs> I feel like it's a little reverse. Yeah. We're like the exact opposite, <laughs> but it's funny because I feel like our energies are actually kind of swaps today. Would you agree, Nat? Oh my God. Yeah. I'm <laughs> because normally I'm kind of like the more airy one, like, ah, what's happening. And Nat's like, it's fine. We're here, like super grounded. So you kind of caught us on a weird day. I don't know if it's like the mercury retrograde or what. So funny. Well, yeah, maybe I, my conscious brain probably reversed it, but maybe my, <laughs> what, are, what are your guys' signs? <laughs> so I'm a Libra sun, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Libra yep. Sun. Oh, Libra I always get that for you. Okay, yeah, it does. But I have it? a lot of Leo energy too, uh, so that's like in my my rising sign. So it's it's a kind of a weird mix. It's hard to pick up on. I feel like. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then I my rising sign is Capricorn, which is pretty grounded, and then Cancer Sun, Libra Moon. Okay. Oh, Cancer and Libra. That's a good mix. No wonder you guys have a <laughs> together. I know. <laughs> yeah, we had like a a work relationship, uh, reading and they were like, yeah, you're super compatible. Um, high priestess of Brooklyn did it for us and she's amazing, but I'm curious. So what are, what are your signs? Um, so I'm a Capricorn sun and Sagittarius rising, which people more, I feel like people more see me as a Sagittarius. Um, and then Gemini moon, but it's so funny. Like I never identified with being a Capricorn, like my whole life. I hated it. I'm like close to the cusp. So I would always say I'm on the cusp. And then one time an astrologer was like, no, you're like a Capricorn. And, and I always hated it because they always like say they're like cold business people. I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm so warm and all these things. But honestly, like the last year really diving into my business, I've been like, oh, this Capricorn girl is coming out. So it took me a long time, but I'm finally really like aligning with my sign and kind of leaning into it. And yeah, I mean, like Capricorns can be like really warm, you know, it's just, I feel like, I feel like there's a lot of tropes with signs that are like, you yeah. know, but I like, feel like there are like things with, like each sign does have that, like, it's kind of like a through line. So exactly. Like cancers are crybabies, which we are, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I would say like Capricorn last little note about astrology things. Um, Capricorn was the one I knew least about. And like you said, I kind of just did more research on it recently. And I was like, Oh, I get why that's my rising. I definitely get it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So your rising is like kind of how you appear to others. So Mm -hmm. exactly. And typically other than today, I do come off as very like put together (laughs) and everything, Uh, which is kind of like that Capricorn. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Yeah. Um, so I guess you kind of, so you went to school for design and you migrated. So at what point did you migrate to design only for wellness? I know, or wellness brands, sorry, let me complete that sentence. At what point did you transition 
to designing for wellness brands? Has it, was it recently or, um, I know you just moved from New York and you were in the corporate world for a little bit out there. Um, but what is more of that timeline specific? Yeah, it's been gradual. And like in New York, I worked at beauty companies. So it was always, and I mostly work with kind of female entrepreneurs. So it was, I was always kind of working in a feminine space. Um, and especially with the last beauty packaging place, like I was at, um, that I was freelancing at, like there was like a lot of like kind of skincare stuff and, um, so like corporately I was doing that, but at the same time, it's funny, like when I first moved to New York, like it was like really hard for me to get a job, like right after school. And I, so I would go to like a meditation center, um, when I was just like, oh my God, what am I doing here? Who am I? <laughs> and like, I, I said, go there. And I, it turned out like one day they were like looking for volunteers to do like pro bono, like newsletters every month. Um, and I was like, I just like, I don't know, maybe so, do some Dharma or something just like, I just wanted to kind of do something nice while I was like in a weird space. So I'd actually been doing those newsletters for them for like three years. And then it was like around the time when I got like that, like quote unquote ping, like that I wanted to kind of transition into that. I like emailed them and I was like, I'm so sorry. Like I have to kind of focus my energy on like doing more branding and because they were, they were basically my first, like it was like a meditation center. I was just doing this newsletters but um yeah like so I kind of like nicely was like I think this has to end and it turns out the one I was doing the newsletters for like she because they would kind of switch off it was like a kind of big center she was like oh my gosh like I am starting like an herbal brand like would you want to do like the branding and packaging and it was like kind of from there where it really started and like it's like a gradual thing but all kind of like made sense one into the other if that makes sense yeah yeah Absolutely. I love like being in those spaces too, because when you're connecting with these people, it's like such a good dynamic energy that I feel like always flows into these other projects that are so much fun and like so aligned. And like you make all these connections and people are willing to connect you when you're in that space. Um, and I just, I love that. So I wanted to talk to you because on your Instagram, it's set up or it says on there spiritual branding is what you do. And I loved that because I've never heard that before. So can you kind of dive into that? Like what, what that means to you and like why you chose that? Yeah. Um, it's funny. It was like wellness branding before and then I changed and I was like, eh. cause I think it was like more tailored to like, I, I like love kind of, you know, catering to like women that are very intuitive, I think. And like kind of leaning more into the brands, like, like more kind of energy healing. And, you know, I still do like love wellness. I feel like there's like kind of like a blurred line with like kind of wellness and spirituality, but um, yeah, I'd say like, it's a trait kind of like that the people like I'd love to work with kind of have, and that we're just all, we all like kind of talk similarly. And like, they kind of understand kind of when I say like, is this in alignment with you? Or like, you know, what is your, you know, like they just understand that and I understand them. And I think it is just, and that we like create a brand from such a spiritual place. Like, I feel like when we have meetings, cause I have like with each step of the process, like the strategy part and then like the design part, I like to have Zoom meetings so that they feel a part of it. And I swear, like, sometimes I feel like we're just in this different like realm because we're both, we both just like look at it so spiritually. And I do, I believe that like, um, this is kind of like getting on a tangent, but I believe like ideas and things like, I don't know if you've ever heard, like they, they're not yours, you know, they're from source energy. Like, I think it was like Elizabeth Gilbert in big magic was like, she had an idea and like a book idea and like, she didn't write it, but then someone else did. Like, I believe that these brands, like, you know, are always meant to be there. We're just kind of getting it from source energy and just tapping into that and using like 
strategy and foundation and more of the grounded things to kind of reel it in and make it like a reality. So I hope that answers it. I just kind of, kind of went on a tangent, but it did. And I'm curious now that kind of, you touched on the process, um, when you're with clients. So what does that look like? Do you incorporate any, anything with it, like rituals for yourself to then have these zoom meetings, or is there any more that goes into the spirituality? Um, so it's, my process is like very kind of like strategic and that we do have like a call that goes over kind of like all the their, their voice and like their audience. And like, I can, I can get into that more in a little bit, but I do, I think versus like a ritual, although I love the idea of a ritual, I totally want to do that. Um, it's more like kind of when I say like a feeling I have, like if it's a feminine or a masculine energy, when I see like a woman pregnant or something, it's kind of like that. Like, um, sometimes I'll just like, when I start working with someone, I'll just be like, okay, like I like, just like kind of colors will come to me. And like, just like, I'm like, it's just an energy, you know, it's like soothing and it, it has all these very kind of different parts, but it's just all one energy. Um, but like, there is still like the, the strategy part to really kind of, you know, make it like a real thing. But yeah, I would say it's like more like an energy and it's funny, actually, like I can tell like a tiny story if that's okay with the spiritual thing. Um, Please. But, um, I was working with like a coach and, um, like, um, she is like a, an alignment coach and like everything about her brand was like going really well, but she just like kept not feeling in alignment with the color palette. Um, and like, it was just kind of like a back and forth thing. Um, but we, and like, before I say more, since it doesn't sound weird, like we had like a good relationship, like we have a good relationship, we're like friends, but, um, I went like one night and like, I just like had a dream like that. She was like, she was like in my dream and she was wearing this like really big, beautiful dress. And it had like these like Sienna colors and these like indigo colors, like deep purples. And like, like when I woke up, I was like, what? That's weird. And I was like, I'm not going to tell her. Like, she's going to feel like me like, what the hell? But we ended up like having a Zoom chat to kind of go over more things, especially the color palette. I'm like, okay, this is weird, but I have this dream about you. And like these colors were in it and she's like, oh my God, I love it. And those ended up being the brand colors. And like, that's just weird. But the cool thing is those colors ended up aligning more with the strategy and like in being kind of more, she works with like the root chakras and like the higher chakras and that masculine feminine. And it, so it kind of went more with it. So like little things like that will happen, but um, I think more, yeah, it's like an energy. And also it's like me listening to a lot because my clients are the, also the ones with intuition and it's like kind of hearing them out. Like maybe initially they do have something that is really valuable to them. Maybe they like, maybe they have a dream, maybe, you know, it's kind of meeting them too. And kind of just being really open in that space. I think. I love that you actually took like something that came through a dream and used it for your business. Like, I think that's so cool. Cause I have not work dreams or anything, but sometimes I'll dream something and I'll be like, oh, I have to do that. Or I have to write that down. Or sometimes with the podcast, I'll have an idea about like the social media and I'll be like, oh, I got to do that tomorrow. So I love that you also do that. And yeah. that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> do you have like a dream journal? I keep forgetting. I want to get one. Cause I feel like, I feel like I wake up and I just don't write things down all the time. That one stuck with me, but I wonder if I actually had a dream journal and was like really like good about using it. If like I don't know. Like I've heard that people that have dream journals, like after months you read it through it and then you start seeing patterns of things. Like I've heard like, hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. I have one, but I've never read back. I need to go back and read them in the moment. They seemed a little like out of 
like kind of weird um and not to have meaning but I would love to read them Hmm, great idea I'm gonna do that later (laughs) yeah I'm curious because my dreams have been super vivid recently too and like my dreams have always been vivid and kind of going back and like talking about like when you get ideas and stuff that always happens on walks. Like Nat and I are always sending voice memos when we're walking. We're like out of breath. And we're like, this is such a good idea for the podcast. So I think yeah. they come in different ways for different people, but dream journals are very interesting. Like I'm very curious to see like what's coming up in there. Like I love, I really like that story. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, for sure. I should get one too. <laughs> Yeah. Technology will get so advanced soon that we'll just like, <laughs> that will like automatically record our dreams. Or yeah. You can like replay them and like rewatch yeah. them. Wouldn't that be crazy? Like a Black, like a Black Mirror episode. Oh my, oh my God. Probably. So I'm curious, like when you're working with creative design, it can get a little bit weird sometimes if a client like doesn't like what you design. Have you ever experienced that? So before I like had my process. Yeah. Um, but now with my process, like, it's so like, it's not like it used to be like, someone's like, I kind of want this as a logo and I do it. And then it, it used to be that. And it was very, it, there was like no structure to it, but mm-hmm. um, actually, and this is where the Capricorn in me comes out, but we like, we have a very thorough process in that. Um, yeah. First we kind of get everything about their strategy from like their values and their goals and their brand voice and like their ideal person, you know, their ideal like client or um, audience and we kind of like get very clear about that stuff. And I like create a deck um, that kind of outlines that stuff in like a very organized way. And then I create a mood board um, based on that. So it shows like the colors. It's like, okay, these colors make sense for this part of your brand. And like this typography like makes sense for like this part of your brand. Um, And they do like, there is like a question where it's like, what like do you like and what don't you like? And they like, can show me like what they like on Pinterest and don't. So I'm not like doing something that they like hate, but then I like kind of present them this mood board and, and then before like make sure they're in alignment with it before I actually design the brand. So that when they see it, like, it's just like, it, it's all kind of, it's all like a kind of a buildup rather than like me just making a logo and be like, here you go. Like, it's very much like every step of the way they were like in alignment together and it's all very strategic and like, you know, and it's, it's like, even if something, let's say it's like, they're like, oh, but I love like this color. And then I'm like, sure. But like, this is this part of your brand. They're like, oh yeah, that makes sense. And we kind of like figure out like a way to do something that makes sense for the brand of like something they like. And, you know, usually, and like now with that process, like it's pretty just because we're so collaborative now. It's, it's like, I barely get like logo revisions now. It's like really cool. <laughs> that's beautiful. Um, definitely with the design, that's nice to not have too many revisions because I only took design classes in college, like electives. So not on your level, but I hated having to make revisions to them because they take so much time. And then, because if you change one color of something, it could throw off the entire design and then you yeah. kind of have to rework it. And for too much sure, work. <laughs> for sure. Um, I have a question for someone who may not know their brand voice or even what it is. Like, what is a brand voice? And if someone doesn't think they have one, what's a question you could ask that person to create a brand voice? Yeah, I would say, and it's funny, I just did like a little meditation on on that. So I can talk about that after, but um, I'd say your brand voice is kind of like your essence of like how you come across, like, for example, like, I feel like you two have a very like friendly laid back. It's just like how you naturally are. It's, 
And I think a lot of the women I work with too are very personal brands. Like I'm myself in a personal brand. It's like, who are you, you know? And because I feel like the people you want to work with, your audience, if they align with you, it's it's all kind of like connected, you know? I feel like, I don't know, like big corporate brands, like how they, I I don't know how they choose their brand voice, to be honest. Like I, I mostly work with like small businesses and people like, honestly, like me. <laughs> but I, I'd say it's just like how you really want to come across and like also like what your business does, like like a massage therapist I had, for example, like she like her goal of her business is to really make people feel calm. And she just naturally also has a very soothing energy. So it just makes sense that that's kind of her brand voice and how she comes across and like another like a coach I'm about to work with she like shows up on the streets very funny very like she shares kind of everything about her like very shows her personal life a lot and I'm just like this is this is what people are going to resonate with is who you are not you like showing up as a perfect brand but you just showing up naturally as you are so I think the brand voice is the thing that it really is just you I think Totally. And you can, you can feel when a brand voice is aligned and when it feels like a human and not a robot, like it just, uh, you connect so much more with the brands, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So kind of going off of the intuitive feelings, how do you know that it's time for a rebrand? And I don't necessarily mean that for you, but like for listeners, maybe like, when do you know that it's time to rebrand or maybe look into things and like update? Sure. I think there's like a few ways is one, like when you have been DIYing your stuff and the quality of the work you do isn't aligned with how your brand looks, number one. Um, So that is if you're just getting a brand kind of for your first time. Although I do think people should kind of DIY in the beginning just to get their businesses up and running and just to get going. Um, Let's say they do have like an established brand, but they do want to change it. I think that's when you're kind of changing. Um, but then there's like kind of the, the thing of like, if you are a personal brand, just kind of having a brand that's very timeless. Um, but yeah, if like your offers are changing, if you're like, oh, I feel like I was this person and I've just really changed and I kind of want to grow more in these ways and just kind of changing your brand to reflect that. So we've definitely gone through that with the podcast, even just recently, little tiny little things like on the Instagram, I'll look at like old designs we used for quotes. And I'd be like, why did I use that? Like, it's so ugly. And even like, this is like, currently I'm in the middle of transitioning, just like our templates that we use for quotes or new episode Mondays. Um, it's just wild. And it, it, it is, I resonated with what you said. I feel like it says we grow. Like, I feel like Bailey and I are growing. This podcast is growing and we're really trying to hone in on what it is. And those things have definitely shifted many times. Um, but it's fun. It's a good, it's a good thing for sure. And just like kind of to go off what you're saying, like a brand is supposed to grow and evolve. Like a brand isn't an overnight thing. Like, even if you do look at the big brands like Starbucks or Coca-Cola, like they're like, it's like a continuous thing. It's not like, you know, one and done. You're always kind of evolving like as it should you know and I think it is just kind of getting a visual identity that kind of aligns with who you are now but can kind of grow with you until it is time for like a new one I think um but yeah you should you should be growing you should be like evolving um like it's funny like I have a client who and I feel like maybe she intuitively knew but like she doesn't she has an herbal brand and kind of like we had like her main name and then like you know underneath I was gonna say do you want to say like herbalism and she's like no she just wanted to be the kind of creative name. And I was like, okay, like, cause 
you know, sometimes you know, usually like people want to show in the logo like what they are. But recently, and we're starting like her website. Um, she's like, I actually want to expand. Like, I want to be doing the herbalism still, but I'm also doing like tarot readings, and I want to do yoga. And I'm like, wow, I feel like you knew like that you didn't want to kind of pigeonhole yourself with putting like herbalism in your logo. But it's awesome. Like her brand that we did still aligns with kind of these new offers. It's just because I think it's an extension. The brand is an extension of her personal brand rather than kind of like what she does. Um, so yeah, I think, yeah, brands are, they should kind of evolve with you. And cause it is a brand isn't just your logo, you know, it's everything it's, it's you, it's, it's your messaging and, and everything. So it's, it's okay. And another thing, I think like a, there's a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs who, are so multi-talented like you know a lot of manifesting generators if you're into human design um and i feel like they're kind of i feel like a lot of them are kind of scared to kind of show up sometimes or you know kind of show up as a brand because they're like but like what if i change my mind tomorrow and i think that is their brand like being multi-talented is that is your brand and i think people should kind of look at the things that they're kind of insecure about and be like wait how are these actually my strengths like being like multi-talented and kind of just leaning into that and being like this is me like i'm like Mo i do this and this you know but and then the brand is just who you are i think so i went on a tangent but um kind of <laughs> it's okay i feel like that's amazing advice because even from like a completely different aspect but it totally aligns in like the business world it's always talking is like strategies, business strategies are always changing. Like I worked in retail in the fashion industry and like even that trends are changing. And so if you are a retailer selling the same thing for years on end, most likely it's going to fail. So you have to adapt. You have to continually change and um, stay true to yourself, but keep up with all the changes every everyone is facing. We're all changing constantly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I think that's the thing about just like, you know, being a person versus just a brand, you know, because like, like you said earlier, like people want to connect with people, like not a, not a brand. So, and I think that's like the dichotomy of branding, even though I like, I'm called like a brand designer. It's still like, you know, that's where things are a little fuzzy, but um, yeah, I think there's just something so human about changing. So yeah, I think it's a good thing. <laughs> Totally. And when you can encompass all of those things in a brand too, like that's, it, it's so specialized. And I, I feel like people struggle with that sometimes like branding themselves. And this is not even just for business, but just in like day-to-day -day life. It's like, I have to be this person like with this label and I have mm -hmm. to fit that all the time. And it's like, we're constantly changing and we're never just one label. Like we're a whole slew of things. And when you can brand yourself as something bigger than that and like evolve and change, but still stay within that because like, that is still you, like your branding is just you. Um, it's, it's a really beautiful thing. And like, that's why people are working with you. Cause like, you're able to like encompass all of that within that branding, I guess. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So obviously we're on a podcast right now. So this is a very, um, yeah, very auditory, very auditory. It's like an auditory thing. People are listening to us is what yeah. I'm trying to get at. Um, so for people who have never seen your like branding before, like what's your style? Like, can you kind of explain that? So listeners can understand. Uh, sure. Um, I would say it's, it's funny. Like all the brands I've done are very different from each other, but you can kind of 
don't tell they're all from me. Um, I think because I'm classically trained, it is, there is something very clean and kind of high level looking about it, but in a very bohemian or like spiritual way. Um, like I love to, I'm a huge typography nerd and I love to like customize type. Like I just love beautiful type with like intricate, like one letter kind of forming into another, or like just like anything to really personalize. Like I love details. Um, so yeah, I would say my stuff is kind of like, oh gosh, like I'd say it's like while being kind of clean and high level, it's still, you can look at it and be like, oh, this is like vibey, you know? Um, I, I think that answers it. <laughs> it definitely does. And I'm envious of people who are good at type typography is like so cool to me. And I try to do it and I try to do what you said is like, make one letter go into another, but I, I can't do it. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, before when I had first moved to New York, I actually got it super into hand lettering. Um, so I would like, yeah, just like during that time where I was like, what do I, what am I doing here? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was super into hand lettering and I was doing that. And I actually did this project where I like hand lettered, like a sassy quote for each of the Zodiac signs for a full year. Oh, uh, I like still, it's like very old in my Instagram, but I still haven't taken them away because they're like really fun. But yeah, like just like. I, so I would hand, hand letter the whole thing. And while I don't like kind of hand letter like that anymore, I do like, I'll take like a font for the logo and then I'll super customize it so that it's like one of a kind. Um, so that it's not just like the font, you know what I mean? So I'm like, I love doing that. A lot of the clients I have do love having like icons. So I illustrate the icons too. Like I'm really good at that, but I like, Oh, I love a good, just like a typography logo. I think they're so elegant and beautiful. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I had a roommate in college who was a graphic design major and she was really into hand um, lettering and type and all of that. And I would try to learn from her, but usually if we had like a project or something, I'd be like, can you do a cool font for me? <laughs> she would. It. Yeah. It's so fun. It's so fun. It really is. So I wanted to ask you, um, if you've taken a look at our, our branding and I, I would love to hear from your perspective, because this is, I think a cool little exercise to see if like what we're putting out is aligning with what we are trying to achieve and the message we're trying to out, you know, put out there. And aside from the auditory aspect, visually, when you look at our brand, are you able to tell us what you see as a spiritual graphic design? Like, what do you see when you look at our stuff? Sure. Um, I know you guys are like, like light pinks and that's very like kind of catered to women, um, warmer. And that's just like a little bit of color psychology. Um, but yeah, like more feminine kind of touching. It makes sense. Cause you guys like touch on, you know, kind of female things and like spirituality and the feminine, I think. Um, and also like, it's very kind of hand done, like the, the type and like the illustrations, it's like, you know, kind of like, yeah, it's like hand done. Like it's not perfect. It doesn't look like digital. Um, and I think that kind of speaks to like kind of how laid back and, um, you know, kind of that imperfect, you know, thing I think you guys like to get across. So I think it's an alignment. Yeah. <laughs> does that that's, answer? Yeah. That's so on point. And I know Natalie's like glowing over there because she does most of it. <laughs> Yeah, no, the low, yeah, it's like super cute. It like, it's just like, yeah, it looks like someone like, it still looks really nice. It's just like, yeah, it's like hand done. And I think that that like gives it, you know, some, some like character. So good, yeah. good. We're not a robot. Yeah, <laughs> it's cute. It's cute. <laughs> we're trying our best. Yeah. I think we're, we're slowly updating as we grow too, as we kind of touched on earlier, but, um, 
I would love to know, like, what is your favorite part about what you do? Like what really like sets your heart on fire, like with your work? Oh, I think there's like two things. One is the connections I've been making. Like, it's so funny. I feel like all the clients I've had lately are like so similar to me and they're all so sweet. And like, I feel like I'm becoming friends with a lot of them. Like, just cause we're all like, they're just like people I would want to be friends with, you know? So when I do get to see them, it's like, where I'm just like so happy to see them. And then I'm like, okay, now let's talk about your brand. But I'm just, you know, when you work with people that you like and that you'd be friends with, it just makes such a difference. Um, yeah, I think that's one. And then I think two is when I am in the actual brand design phase, like when I'm designing the logos, there is a while where it doesn't look good because <laughs> you're just kind of trying so many things and just like, like I have like huge artboards like that are just so messy. And then as I just keep going, eventually there's like a point where just something clicks and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is it. And that happens with every single brand. Cause it's just like, it doesn't click. It doesn't click. And then like, boom, it does. And then you just feel it's like, so in flow, you know, like, you know, that, um, the movie, um, soul. Yes. I love soul? it. Yeah. So there's like the scene, it's like this cute Pixar movie, um, about like the afterlife. And there's like the scene where they show um, the people that are still living, but they're like playing instruments or they're like doing something really creative. And then they're kind of in that weird in between reality and like spirit realm. It's like that, like you're just so in flow that you're not even here. You're just kind of doing your own thing. And I feel like a lot of people can relate with whatever that is, whether it is if it is like being a coach and you're really connecting with your client or if, or if you are like an herbalist and you're just like so like you're formulating the things and mixing the different herbs and you're just like in that space I think that's it for me with design I love that and then to parallel aside from you know your work and your heart and soul goes into it outside of work how do you live your best life oh love it um so I have like a very, like, I, um, I love routines, but I'm going to call them rituals. Cause that sounds cooler. Right. <laughs> um, but I like have my morning, like rituals, like I'll do like, you know, little sun salutations and like I journal to get all the like shitty thoughts out. Um, and like, or I'll do, I'll see like, if I like, if my body wants to do chanting or like breath work. So that's like every, cause I feel like, I feel like I wake up twice in the morning. Like I wake up and I'm like, I'm not, I won't talk to anyone until I like, I meditate and do my little like routine at my altar. And then I like wake up again after that. Um, so that's like, I think that's just as long as I'm connected to that. And also I love dancing. Um, <laughs> like I'll do like little dance parties. And I just, I think I miss like going out and dancing and I don't know. I think that, yeah, that, and just, just meditating and all the things. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> 100%. I like wake up every morning and I roll out of bed and have a mini dance party, like by myself. <laughs> it's the best way to get hype. Like, especially Dude, like, totally. yeah. like before, like a clarity call, like instead of like researching or anything, I'm just like, I'm just going to like go in the bathroom and like have little dance parties. And then I'm just, you feel, it really like lifts your body, like your whole thing. 100% like it lifts your energy and something else that I've been doing recently too, which I've learned from observing animals. And I think I read this somewhere, but then I was like observing it myself. Like if, so I have a cat and if she gets like scared or if I like make her mad or something happens, she literally shakes it off. 
And then they just like walk away. Like they'll be like all curled up and like scared or like angry. And then they shake it off and they're completely normal. So I try to do that in like a dancey way or like shake and then like dance and just release the energy. And I feel like that's a a different way of kind of going about that. That's still very helpful, but totally agree. I think those are all great ways to be living your best life. You're clearly doing it. You are like thriving and glowing and I love it. Um, So are you too. (laughs) Thanks. But we were so happy to have you on the podcast for our listeners who already don't follow you and haven't seen your work. uh, Where can they find you? Um, they can go to my website, Alexandra, A-L-E-X-A-N-D-R-A dash Lee, L-E-I-G-H.com. Um, and that's like, you can see my work. And also I have a brand freebie on there on the homepage. And that's like, just for people who like, aren't ready to like invest in a brand, but just kind of want to get started. Like it, ta- it has like a little rundown on what questions they can ask themselves to think about their strategy. Um, and then it gives into like some color psychology and like font like font psychology too, just so they can kind of get started. Um, and yeah, and my Instagram, Alexander Lee design. <laughs> Love it. I know we definitely have a couple people who are starting their own wellness brands who maybe they'll hit you up or, you know, sign up for on your website. Um, hopefully sending you all the abundance your way. Um, but thank you for coming on here and sharing your knowledge, your abundance with our following. And I hope, um, we continue to stay in touch. Yes, for sure. Thank you guys so much. This is awesome. And you both are just like the sweetest. And thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I love talking to you guys.